Welcome to Suplex the Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. And Forrest. Howdy. Hello. How's Hi. everyone going? How's... Another, it's, it's been a rough two weeks. Yeah, it's another week of my body falling apart on me. But uh, next my, week I will be at 200%. My, mine has been my brain falling apart on me, so I... <laughs> Uh, I would prefer my body to be falling apart. Seth, what's ailing you? <laughs> Let's um, do a check-in. Is it, is it a bit of both? Is it Just kind of a general... Is it some... General sense of ennui. Deep, nefarious third thing? General ennui. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my that. teeth feel yeah. weird. Um, ooh, ooh. That's, that's interesting. Um, I think it's because so, yeah. I flossed, though. Uh, flossing will you do just, that to you. You just don't do that. Never floss. Never floss. <laughs> Take my professional that's advice. That's really bad Literally never floss. Hashtag never floss. It's really bad advice to give to any child listening to You know show. I don't floss? Uh, because floss has the word loss in it and I never lose. Okay. You can't even begin to understand what Joel <laughs> goes through because you don't know what loss is. Um, uh but man, uh, or just get like one of those really nice tooth. Seth got me this toothbrush for Christmas, uh, and I swear my teeth have never felt cleaner. Nice. Well, I mean, like when I left the dentist, but yeah, but like, like yeah, but get at you home, a, treat yourself. Get you a nice toothbrush. Back when I had braces as a kid, I had like this water pick thing. Yeah, um, I didn't like that, but I. It what it, it did make my mouth feel more clean than when I try to floss these days. Welcome to teeth. <laughs> the the podcast. Yeah, suplex the teeth. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't. Um, Not suplex. This is just teeth. Yeah, this is just and teeth. No, like the movie. We'll bring on. <laughs> we'll bring on our guest, Chip Skylark. Yeah, Chip Skylark. Oh, God bless. Um, so um, I did play some video games uh, between the time that we uh, recorded. Uh, I'm going to be honest with everyone. Uh, it's been a bad brain couple of weeks for me. Uh, I'm getting out of well, it. Well, you do have a child, so. Well, see, I don't know. I'm, I'm completely honest at the at, He's not sure if he has no, a child. No, I love my child, and, like, spending time with him is amazing. Uh, it's, that's not the reason. Um, I'm having a real mode, like flat out. I'm just honest. Like I'm having a real motivation problem yeah. with video games right now. Uh, and if you've listened to the show, you've, uh, you've heard me go through these ruts every once in a while. Yeah. Um, lately, all I can bring myself to do is like a couple pick cross puzzles or, a couple rounds of like Pokemon Unite. Yeah. Um, like your usual. Like, like little thing. things. Yeah. Like things that have like dailies that are easily achievable right away. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the only things lately that has, uh, that brought me out of the funk was Metroid Prime. And I did get pretty, uh, I don't think I'm very far. Um, I got to the part where you see Ridley fly away. Uh, in the ice, mm. uh, like f- mm. you see Ridley Fendrana drifts. Yes, uh, I got to the part where now, hilariously, I'm talking about this point also because that happened about 45 minutes into me adventuring, 
And then I died 15 minutes later and I never saved. And so I got knocked mm. back an hour uh, in progress because while everything in this game has been modernized, auto saving is not, which is it's, fine. I'm yeah. not, I'm not saying it's bad because I, I want it to be there. I want the exploration to have meaning. I get it. Um, I, I kind of wish there was an autosave, but also I understand whatever I get it. Um, so it's, it's really hard for me to, I did, I fought through and I got back to the point yeah. where I left off, where R Ridley flew over and I saved. And then I was like, I'm turning it off because I, I can't go further. <laughs> uh, I don't want to, I like, and I'll, I'll work myself back up to it. Yeah. Um, but I am having a great time with Metroid Prime. Um, I'll tell you one of the things, because it's not even like Fortnite, really. Uh, right now, what is really getting me is Pokemon Unite. I am enjoying playing that again. And it it's because it's a quick five-minute match. Those matches or ten minute, are I can't remember. wonderfully quick. Um, and it's they're fast. They progress in a way that my brain can understand and click really quick. Uh, and I'm good at it. I'm, I'm good enough that sometimes I can hard carry, or at least if I end up with a competent team, I can, I can make it work if the other people are being bad, um, or at least helping out minimally. Um, and so Pokemon Unite's really working for me. And <clears throat> it actually works out that I'm interested in it right now because they're giving away not giving they're giving you Zacian for free. That's from the news. We'll get into that later. But you're they're giving away Zacian for free if you work through this little mission thing they're doing. Um and I want the sword dog, uh, of course. The best. He is yeah. a great dog. Great dog. With um, a great sword. And really, if you look up any clips of him, he is OP as all get out right now. Uh they just like he really, was in his own game. <laughs> they were really bad at power scaling uh, the boy. So uh, Pokemon Unite's been been on the forefront of my brain, as well as in the past week. Uh, you may recall a small little game, a mobile game called Disney Dreamlight Valley came out, uh, which is the Disney version of Stardew Valley slash Animal Crossing. Um, and this game, it's free on Game Pass, and it's going to be free to play in the future once it's on phones. Um, I think it's like 25 bucks to do it on the Switch, but you get that 25 bucks as in-game credit, like for the shop right away. So you're just essentially paying for access to a free-to-play game, uh, and you get your money back inside the game right away. Um, mm, and kinda, that game kind of fishy. Well, you're, you're essentially paying to be part of the early release at that point, because it's only on game pass and on switch. Um, and right now they have removed some of the more aggressive free to play aspects of the game. Um, like when you go to your house, your energy automatically recharges to full. Um, so you're not like, I'm sure that when it goes, go full free to play, there's going to be like a, 
you know, you get so much energy per mm-hmm. this minute, whatever. Um, and you get it like the moment you step in your house, it fills right up. No issue. Um, so I, it's, it's essentially paying for early access. Um, and it's weird because you're also paying just to like, you get your money handed back to you just in moonstones. That's what they are, you know, but like in every game there's orbs or coins. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but what is interesting about this game is how much it is just unashamedly animal crossing and stardew Valley, but with Disney, you're, you're, planting stuff to make crops to earn money you're clearing out land um you are helping characters out in their own world to unlock them to come to your world um if the formula works it works right exactly um and it is pretty dang fun and i wish this wasn't a free-to-play game like it none of the squeezes on me for free-to-play right now because it's you know, it's not asking me for more money all the time. Yeah. Because it's, and it's not even like a honeymoon period thing. It's just because I'm in on the early access. But like it, I wish this was just a full fledged title. Like drop this for 60 bucks and then charge like five bucks every time you add a new arena. Because when mm-hmm. you, when you go to travel to other worlds, they're pretty sizable sandboxes to like, unlock other characters. Yeah. So like if you're going to Wally's world, it's pretty sizable exploration and stuff. Um, a lot of trash everywhere, but <laughs> I'm sure, you know, yeah. Um, and like there's right now they just added Mirabelle and, nice. um, scar. Like they're, they're adding a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I don't um, know if I would invite scar back to my village. You know, he... He would burn it down, I feel. He or cares as long as he's in charge. <laughs> That's, um, uh, but, like, it's, you know, it's a fun game. Um, I would recommend getting it on if you have Game Pass. See if you... I don't... It runs okay on Switch. It doesn't run great. Um, but really, the instant... So, like, one of the things, especially with Pokemon Unite, like I was describing that instant gratification, like feedback loop of constant positivity. Um, one of the things that's helped my brain in the past couple of days is that this game is giving, I don't know, like endorphins. I don't know that rush yeah, of yeah. like, I'm doing this and I'm getting instantly rewarded for it. Yeah. Oh no, I've got energy issues, but I go to my house and I get to oh, see no, the, really. I get to see the inside of my house that I decorated. And I decorated it pretty cool. And I'm like, oh, look at my house. Back out to clear thorns and stuff. Um, And there's some voice acting in it, which is kind of neat. Um, I did hear some of that earlier. Yeah. And it's the songs like if you if you've listened to the show or if you know me in real life, I'm a big Disney person. Um, And so like the background music is just these jazzy fun jingles of disney songs so it's like being in the park which is really fun uh kind of like trying to pick out what tune they're deciding to play yeah um so it's it's caused enough of a positive endorphin rush in my brain that it's 
propelled me to play a little bit. Uh, I've done two Seth-like things with video gaming in the past two weeks. And one of them was play a lot without saving and lose a bunch of progress. And the other night was after getting – after that happened, I got mad enough and I promised my friend Shanna that I would finally uh, give Dreamlight Valley a good uh, attempt because I did – to be honest, I bought like the $65 collector's entrance to it. Uh, because I, I know who I am and I like Disney. It's fine. Uh, it's, it's who I am. Um, and so, um, I started it at 1130 and I swear I blinked maybe a couple of times and then it was 2am. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and Classic. I, I lost all track of time. Oh my God. And like, it was so impressive to me that that happened too, because like, I'll be honest with you. I was having a really bad night. A, I wanted to play. I wanted to engage with a couple different video games and I just couldn't bring myself to really do it. I was forcing myself to play Metroid prime and I was enjoying it, but I also was like forcing myself to play it. Yeah. And then I died. And then I was like, Oh, this is like, I I was at a low. So I forced myself to jet. Like I didn't explore any of the extra stuff I did. I just ran through the 20, 30 minutes of the 45, 50 that I had done. And I fast forward, explored that got to work and saved. And then I was like, I'll just do dreamlight Valley for like 30 minutes, something that will, you know, give me a little bit of a positivity boost. And then I was up until two and I, (laughs) it didn't even feel like that happened. It just was effortless. And you know, I you can't explain how stuff hits for you. It's no. you know, it's how it goes. Yeah. Um, the last game that really did this to me was Metroid Dread. Really, uh, that's I would, what I was just thinking too. I would be playing that, and then all of a sudden, it's three in the morning, yep. and that's like, oh, it's crap. like, oh crap! I have to be up in like five hours. Right. Exactly. Oops. Mm. Um, and so, the only difference is Metroid Dread isn't like a f- little semi free to play Disney <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah. So. Um, but you know, it's, you can't choose how stuff clicks with you sometimes. Um, so yeah, I, you know, in in the attempt to play multiple things, um, I've landed on, I'm still going to play Metroid prime. I actually got the itch to play it a little bit today, but I didn't have the bandwidth, uh, as in, in like free time. Yeah. Um, but, uh, cause I really, I'll be honest with you guys too. I've, I've played it handheld a little bit, but I hate it handheld because it's so pretty and atmospheric that it looks good on my TV and sounds so good Yeah, that I want yeah, to experience I, uh, it. I can, my- I can confirm that I, like there was a couple times maybe early on that I played on it handheld. Uh, maybe if I was just running back through stuff, looking for items or something. But yeah, I, I played... From the major- from the beginning, I when I first started up, I thought, yeah, I, I got to play all this on the big screen. Got to get those yeah. sweet visuals and sounds yeah. and stuff. And and it really it lends itself to that so well. Um, and so I I just was, you know, I I want to play it on the big screen, so I do it. And it but that limits when I can play it. Yeah, you know because. 
I have to wait for Marianne. Well, Marianne will watch me play, but I have to wait for the baby to go to bed. I have to wait till we're done watching. We're trying to power through Demon Slayer so we can watch the movie. Oh, I need to do that. That comes out this weekend. I have three episodes left. I need to catch <laughs> comes up out on. this weekend? Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Know what um, I'm doing tomorrow, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, We are behind. We're like four episodes into the entertainment district, Ooh. so it's fine. It's fine because I think I think Zach will wait for us. I will ask him tomorrow, and hopefully he will. Um, but we're enjoying it. Uh, love Demon Slayer, um, but you know it's uh, it limits when how much I can engage with it. Yeah. Um, I also I played. I did end up hating it. I want to tell you guys. I was like, you know what? My Switch is already in the dock. Um, I'm just going to play Pokemon Unite on the TV. And God, like it would be a bad experience. It was yeah. so bad. I And I'm like, what is lost in translation from playing handheld to the TV? It was, I was like, guess it doesn't like take away from the fun I was having with it. But I'm like, this is not how I want to be playing this. I, it's so weird. Um, I, I don't know what the, it's, I, it's the same thing happened with fire emblem. I tried playing fire emblem engage on the big screen (laughs) and I hated it. I was like, this is dumb. Yeah. I don't want this. And I, I hate feeling that way, but I, I do. I did. I mean, I, I I kind of get strange. I, I kind of, I get that also about fire emblem too. It's, but I think for different reasons, like there isn't really anything in Fire Emblem Engage that is like worth seeing on the big screen. Like nothing yeah, really right. stands out about the visuals of that game. Um, I would think that for a game like Pokemon Unite is that like moving it so far away from your face kind of makes the the sort of immediacy that that you need when you're playing a game like that. Um, it sort of takes it yeah. away from you. I don't know. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't think that any any MOBA is designed for you to like sit on the couch looking at a TV far away yeah. from you. Yeah, that's fair. I'm I'm actually really interested. I thought about this the other day. I'm really interested to see what it's like playing uh Battle Network on my TV. <laughs> it's like, gonna be weird. It's gonna be bonkers because that is something i'm not used to seeing at all in a bigger format yeah Yeah, like when i was playing through the zero and zx legacy collection i would play it on my tv every now and again and it doesn't feel right like these games that just like the idea of like these games that you exclusively played as handheld back in the day right like it's it just these games like they don't necessarily not translate to the big screen well but like it, it just feels weird it's just it's like so something they're, is they're you know they're designed with they're designed with the limitations of the handheld system in mind and so that is sort of where they will function the best um which is it's kind of funny that we think that because like back in the day when you know, you had Pokemon Stadium, and you threw their game, threw your game pack into the adapter on the back of the controller. 
Like that was the coolest thing ever playing. Yeah. Your your tiny Pokemon game on the big screen, the well the bigger screen. Um I imagine even that would look sort of strange on the TVs that we have today. Uh so yeah, I, I don't know, but I I definitely I think part of it for us is is the nostalgia factor of wanting the experience to match what it was. Even yeah. even when I play like emulated games, emulated Game Boy games, I I will usually keep the the window that I'm playing in relatively small compared Smaller. to like the actual yeah. size of the of of the computer screen. Yeah, just man. because it like doesn't you know it doesn't feel right if if the screen is big. It's funny the yeah. way our brain works on things like that. Yeah, it's weird. I, I'm glad that you guys have a similar vibe with the Switch uh, because I've, I I will say I felt crazy. I was like, this just doesn't feel right. And like just trying to figure out what it was that was causing that in my skull. Yeah. Um, so it's I'm, just a weird mind goblin thing. Yeah, I guess. Um, so, yeah. Um, that's what I played. Um, ideally, I, I mean, I don't know. I'll play more of something. Yeah. You'll hear about it. I am uh, excited by a lot of stuff came out in January and February. And so like, there's not much besides Wolong and Resident Evil that are coming out in March. Uh, so there's a bit of a reprieve yeah. in March. Uh, and I eagerly anticipate it. Uh, give me a break. Yeah. March so. and April are going to be break months, essentially. And I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know much about April being a break month, but we'll see. At least for um, my schedule, like things I'm interested in, only Battle Network is coming out. Yeah. And then Redfall isn't even in April. It's two days after, you right. know, so it's got a, I've got time in the schedule. Um, Seth, what have you played? Well, since we last convened, I did finish Metroid prime. Um, okay. nice. it was a lot of fun. Uh, I really enjoyed it. The game, like I said, is last time is beautiful. And, the sounds are great, and it's just all around a fantastic experience. Um, I did. I felt really dumb at one point when I, cause, you know, you, you want to go for the 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 hundred percent ending, um, and in this game, in Metroid Prime, it's not just the items you have to collect, but also the different stuff you have to scan and. I was looking through my my uh, info log, trying to figure out what I was missing, and I couldn't tell because there's like this slot empty in the section where all the bosses are. And I thought, I know that I've there are no more bosses for me to fight past the like the final bosses of the game. What the heck could this be? So I went online and looked it up, and it was apparently a tentacle of one of the first bosses that I fight that that you fight. I had you have to. Like it has its own entry, and so at that point, I realized there's no way I could, uh, there's no way I can go back and, and get that over again. So I kind of abandoned my search for items and scan things and just went straight to the end. Um, 
And yeah, those are some good fights at the end of that game. Uh, the Meta Ridley fight is a huge pain, like I remember it being. Um, that was one of those things I was wondering. Is it Was it just because I wasn't as good as vi- at video games back like the last time I played it? But no, it's it's still a really annoying fight. And the the final Metroid Prime fight is is very fun. But yeah, it was a super great experience, and I am so glad that they finally released it. Though it does make I'm, me, I I I am kind of like, you know, all all of the rumors is that they have been working on this game, and and the the other two, uh, two and three are going to get released eventually, but not remastered to the same degree and i have to wonder like what that actually means because i don't know that i could go from this to playing i I don't know like the wii versions of those games graphic wise uh it it would seem strange to me that they would release those uh as is um on the heels of this game the the one uh, Jeff Grubb essentially the last thing he heard because he talked about it this week was um, that it's going to get the like uh, controls love that this one got um, where they make Makes the controls sense. modern and you know maybe do some upgrade upgrading of textures maybe but like other than that they're just going to kind of put it out as mm. is. I mean, I'll probably still play him, but it is weird going from like this being one of the best looking Switch games, period, to having to like jump down to. I mean, this is not to say that those games look bad because even as GameCube games, I guess Metroid Prime Three was a Wii game, but they look they look better than the majority of of all other Nintendo games for a long time, but still. Then it, it's not like they're rocking HD graphics as is. Right, right. For sure. But yeah, great game. Um and as as you alluded to, David, Wo Long is coming out, which I have had marked on my calendar for a while. So I was kind of in the transition space between the two games. I was like a you know, I, I just wanted small experiences. Um, didn't I didn't really want to, you know, get into something too big. So I, I play, like, bits and pieces of games here and there. Um, I started Atomic Heart and played a few hours of that and decided this game doesn't seem like it's good. Um, yeah, put it away. I had a similar situation. Uh, I actually had the... The Seth thing uh, that David had earlier where I got, um, except I didn't get killed. I just like, I came back to the game a few days later and it completely wiped my progress that I had made in the previous Mm. session. And I immediately was like, all right, this game, uh, I'm putting it down. It is not for me. So I think I'm just going to move on to along once that hits this weekend. Yeah, it's nice when the game itself is just kind of like, yeah, you're not gonna, you're not gonna keep playing this. Yeah, I love like, that the thanks, game made thanks, that game. choice. You're for not a me. good game, but at least you're looking out for my Thank, well-being. Yeah, exactly. Like not allowing me to invest time in it. <laughs> that game, 
you know, it wears its Bioshock inspirations on its sleeve, and yet um, all of the things that they have done, like, that directly compare. It's it's sort of like they were all lost in translation, the stuff about those that were interesting. Mm. Um, and look, I only played a few hours of the game. It's possible that as you go along, like, the a greater mystery starts to unfold and the plot becomes... Um, you know, more engaging because the world is definitely cool when you get into it. You know, uh, alternate 1950s where the Soviet Union um, became a technological superpower and has flying cities and uh, a bunch of robot servants. Like, it's it's got a cool look. Um, but, like, very quickly the game kind of shoves you into a tube underground and lets you know that the character that you're playing as is the one of the most whiny and talkative pl- char- player characters in a in a first person shooter that I can recall in a while and it's just completely yeah. unlikable and I just couldn't stand just the antagonism I, toward everything that's happening in the game. I it's, it was just same. too much. I actually switched the spoken language over Russian so I didn't have to Yeah, that would be better. Hear what he was I think saying. that would be better. Uh, all the time and i could dip in and out as i wanted to do you guys know the insane i and i only know like the tip of the iceberg like some of the insane backstory to this game like development backstory like yes no like the developers have like really strong ties to the russian government i guess that doesn't yeah i've read i so i read an (laughs) article that vice put out about it that I think the title is like, is Atomic Heart pro uh, Russia or is it just Russian? And so there are, there seems to be people on uh, either side of the, the debate of whether, you know, it's morally right or wrong to play this game that have, you know, they have their own opinions that are probably all uh, based in reality, like um, because of the war in Ukraine, it, it, Supporting something that directly kind of right. puts money in the pockets of the Russian government is maybe not a great thing to do. Um, but like supporting any kind of Russian media is going to do that, um, whether directly or indirectly. Um, and there's also some maybe questionable stuff in the game about potentially like slants, like slurs against. The Ukrainian people, but also those are maybe things that our people are seeing what they want to see. You know, it it, it was a good article yeah, and and kind of explained that the like the the hardline stuff that people are drawing issue with is maybe more ambiguous than they're making it seem. But also, the reality is that this is a Russian development team that you you know they are tied to. Uh, the Russian government in the in the way that any that that many um, entertainment industries are connected with the governments of the countries that they oper- operate in. So, yeah, right. I don't know. There's like that. Uh, given that it does not appear to be a great game, I think that you know if that's <laughs> something you're concerned with, it's probably you can probably rest easy knowing you're not missing you <laughs> right. know the experience of the century. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, by passing this game up. 
I also know the the game was in development for like five years and was probably went through a really long time periods of development hell um, that probably also caused the uh, the end result that came out. Uh, now, now that you actually mentioned it, uh, a bunch of Russian developed games being in development hell is a I don't want to say a common occurrence, but it has happened with a few games now that I'm thinking about it. Um, uh, I believe the developer of the Metro series uh, got stuck with a few development hells. Um, I don't think it was with the Metro games. I think it was like whatever they were working on before. Um, and then I think like the Stalker games too. Well, Stalker got affected by... Like, directly affected by the Ukraine war. Yeah, but I mean, like, even before that, like, previous iterations of the games. um, Like, it's just something that I think just happens slightly consistently with Russian developers. Yeah. Like, I'm now just putting the two uh, lines together. There probably are things happening, like, because of the environment that they are working in that that caused that stuff to happen. Um, Yeah. Yeah, uh, like uh, of course I don't. I'm, I'm not. I don't really have a beat on the socioeconomic issues, right? Of, yeah, of you don't Russia. got any. Uh, so you don't got any ears to the ground. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I don't, I, <laughs> you don't have a contact. I don't really have anything to to speak on about that. But it's also like, you know, there are millions of games. I don't know if millions is the word, but there are a lot of games that have trouble developments, and that's just sort of a. <laughs> Part of gaming development yeah. that yep. exists. Um, yeah. So anyway, that was my experience with Atomic Heart. But what I actually—I didn't mean to talk that much about a game that I didn't like because I actually did end up landing on a game that I did like. Um, and I don't—I don't even know what what it was that triggered me to play this. I, I remember at one point I was like, I must have seen something online about Watom. That remade that made me remember my experience of playing that through with my nephew, um, but it it also caused me to realize to re- remember in that Nintendo Direct where they announced um, that I Love Katamari is getting a remaster coming to Switch. That yeah. Katamari Damashi reroll was available for the free game demo of the month and so i downloaded that and played through it um and man didn't i don't think didn't remember or didn't realize how weird that game was but it's a lot of fun uh just rolling up rolling a ball around and up sucking up the environment to some awesome tunes It, it was great it was like the perfect kind of one of those games that just like when you have no motivation to play anything really intensive, you can just throw that on there and um just go like head empty basically. Right. And roll around. Though the I I had also forgotten or I guess I knew how weird the controls were because at one point I had downloaded a demo for it on something and did not look at what the controls were and could not figure out how to move around. Um, yeah, it was a fun game. It's unfortunately no longer like the demo period has passed, but 
It was a great game. Good. Um, do you play anything else? I don't think so. Good. Right. I mean, I Good, might bad, have picked up yeah. different games here and there and played bits of them. And you know, I oh yes, I also so usually what my my go to like no brain switch playing is some sort of puzzle game. Obviously, Tetris ninety nine is in there. At some point, I got hooked on playing columns on the Sega Genesis emulator. Um, <laughs> but I recently recently got into Pokemon Puzzle League, and you know. I played through nice. it on hard and then extra hard. Like, it's, it's no big deal. MBD. I was playing it on super hard. Um, and that game is maybe some of the most unfair experiences I've ever played in a video game. <laughs> um, like, reminding me of, like, Souls-level frustration. Just because the computer is able to move so much faster than my hands can move and can just, like, process the information of what's happening on the screen way better than I can. And, you know, some of that is me just needing to get good. Um, I did eventually beat it, but it took a very long time and a lot of, uh, like, the majority of the of the matches that I won were due to weird AI things happening where they just kind of ignored the fact that one one column of their screen was way up to the top and and didn't do anything to stop it from getting there. Uh and you know, I'm I wasn't I wasn't upset about it, but yeah, that game was unfair on super hard mode. And God, I nice. wish they would bring it back, make a new one. Yeah. With an even super harder mode. Puzzle League ninety nine would be amazing. Like it's it's built for that. Is it built different? It is built different. This <laughs> okay. I was just, and I was all just the all of the music in that game is terrible. Like sixteen bit versions of the songs from like the first two seasons of Pokemon, as which is kind of great, kind of terrible. It's always entertaining though. <laughs> kind of great, kind of terrible. terrible. Always entertaining. Always entertaining. That's a good tagline. Yeah, that's that's yeah. this that's our tagline. That's this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um all right. Uh Forrest, what did you play? Uh like I mentioned, I tried out Atomic Hearts, not for me. Um I've also been in a slump with Fire Emblem Engage. Like I I want to play it, but like ever since I got sick the week before and like this week, I just have had a hard time getting myself to get motivated to go back and play it. Um, and I was talking with you about this earlier, David, but like, I think part of it is just because the story is not gripping enough for me. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, like while I enjoy the gameplay, there's nothing that is make like really drawing me back to see more of the world and the characters and make progress. Um, so I it I've just gone days on end without playing it. Um I like how you defaulted back to some of your just like 
usual daily games, uh, David. I like I've done the same. It's just been Halo uh, and like gearing up for the season three drop next Tuesday and getting wins in PUBG with my friends. And that's like pretty much it. Like I want to Ugh, start playing PUBG. I know, I chicken know. Dinners Listen, chicken dinners with the boys. Chicken dinners with the boys, exactly. And I came to the horrible conclusion that while I like other battle royales better mechanically, I am not as good as them. Like my like my performance per match is like leagues better in PUBG than it is in every other battle royale I played. Which is a like a kind of painful realization to have of like this game that is very basic and looks like trash. It doesn't run too great. Doesn't control great, but somehow I'm doing better in that than I am in something as fun and engaging like apex. Um, and <laughs> yeah. Um, and I really wanted to start Metroid prime, but like, I'm trying to limit myself to like focusing on one game per console at a time. Yeah. So like I don't want to start Metroid Prime without finishing Fire Emblem and I really want you'll never to go finish back. Fire. Exactly. Like once I beat Fire Emblem, I'm going to be honest, I'm probably not going to deal with the DLC or anything. Like I'm probably just going to trade that game in. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. I'm going to start I'm going to start getting on your trading grind. Just get games and be like, all right, I'm done with it. See ya. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. Or that's what I do. Yeah. But that was it for me. Uh, In a slump. I want to be fair. I also... I also... I didn't play the whole time. But I want to give credit to my friend Chris. Old co-host of the show. He was getting frustrated with his experience with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. What? Because he didn't like the map. What? The map is hard to navigate. <laughs> I agree with that after experience. It's not the easiest thing to navigate. Um, I only had a problem with it on one world. So here's the I thing. Get it. We are now taking one night out of the week. And I'm going over to his house, and we're playing it together. I love that for you. Uh, nice. And so on Tuesday nights, you know where I'm at from 8 to midnight. I am at Chris's house uh, co-playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which actually I want to say, Seth, if you were ever curious about playing this game, now is the time to do it. Yes, sir. With the next one coming out, but also the next gen upgrade that they did to this game. I never went back and touched the game. Holy crap. It looks phenomenal. Yeah. It is a wholly different game. It is insane how much more detail and how unmuddy the textures are. And like everything looks good. And it's, uh, it, it was really nice to uh, sit down and uh, enjoy that game again. Um, and it is—it's just beautiful. It's—it is stunning how how good that game looks. 
Um, I love to hear it. So we're the game is underrated. We got through the first half of Kashyyyk and we're on our way. Nice. We're we're back on Zepho, going to the uh, uh, to the the temple that's inside the crash star destroyer, the Venator. Or that's near the Crash Star Destroyer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's been good, though. It's been fun. Great game. I'm, I'll give small updates on that if anything fun happens in it. But uh, we're going to do like one or two weekend sessions to get him through the game by the time the next one comes out. Nice. Because the next one comes out literally the day I get back from a cruise. So <laughs> that's fun. It comes out. Friday, April 28th, the day I return. Um, oh, I still had the original release date as in my calendar. Yeah. April 28th, yes, sir. Um, all right. Well, with that, we will be back after the break with the news. Hi, Big Joe here, and I'm here to tell you to check out Suplex the Sticks on all social media platforms at, at Suplex the Sticks. Links for the socials and the invite to our Discord are in the show notes below. Subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher. And while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. And we're back. All right. Um, let's. I don't have too much news. There was some showcases uh, that happened in the time in between. Uh, my biggest point of news is uh, I'm, I'm ready to see everyone in hell when the Diablo 4 open beta is in March 17th to 19th. Oh, yeah. And you get a special item in the game if you reach level 20 during the open beta. Ooh. And so I will be playing that what a lot. What do you lot. think the item is? I don't know. They haven't announced it yet, but they said that it is memorable. So it's probably going to be some sort of cool cosmetic okay. that will follow you around because they like to do follow around pets in Diablo. So maybe, maybe it'll, it'll be a be... tiny gimp, <laughs> or like uh, you know, like a I don't know, be Ellie from Last of Us Two following <laughs> you around, or or Megan. <laughs> Or Megan, from hit, yeah, from hit movie Megan. Yeah, she would fit or, in that uh, world. Yeah, or maybe the one clicker from Last of Us Two that does the weird crawling that I actually thought was really effective. You haven't seen that episode yet, Seth, because you haven't started. I'm pretty sure that's true. Um, I think I've but, seen the yeah. stills of it though, and I think it was a bloater. No, 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 no. There's one that's chasing her into a car, and it like. Climbs really creepily over the seats. It was, it was really effective. It was in the Henry and Sam episode. That's um, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Uh, you know what'll be fun probably, when they eventually have to make the Rat King clicker. Oh, I guess neither of you played two, so you don't know about that. <laughs> I have no shame. clue what you're talking. You're familiar about. with the concept of the Rat King, though. I mean, I know of the pistol from Destiny Two. <laughs> but it's not that. It's not that. I mean, does he have the Rat King exotic on him? No. Okay. Well, never mind. Um, 
So let's talk about the PlayStation State of Play that happened a week ago. Um, if we have basic, to, if you can, I mean, if you can call what that is happening. Uh, there was a couple things in it that I liked. Yeah, uh, one of them being Baldur's Gate three. Uh, that's coming to consoles, so that's exciting. Uh, I like Baldur's Gate. Um, Goodbye Volcano High continues to look very good and neat. Um, I'm going to be the one to say it looks good and neat so that Forrest doesn't have to say it first. I was just, I don't know. So, Every time I see something for this game, I'm like, man, I just want to play the Artful Escape again. That is on Game Pass, so yeah. you could play that. I could replay it. Um, and then I, you know, uh, I went out and pre-ordered this game after I saw this trailer. I want to note. Woo! Uh, I pre-ordered Street we, Fighter Six. We finally got him, boys. Uh, because Lily looks really cool. She looks really neat. She is taking a similar role. Um like move set in style wise that a character named Rashid from uh, Street Fighter Five had, and I am low key sad that I guess he probably won't keep be coming back. Well, but she Lily looks, looks cool, freaking great. She's got these two like mallet things, yeah, or like feathers. I don't know. She commands wind. She turns herself into a Beyblade. Uh, she's so dope. Cool. She's super dope. Yeah, uh, ten out of ten character, and I. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you can catch me at Evo. I'm gonna be the next Street Fighter champion. I have a friend who I think is actually going to contend at Evo. Sure. Uh, this, why not? this year. It's, I mean, it's, it's open to whoever wants to yeah, sign yeah. up. For I would it. support you. I would uh, sponsor I you. I could have signed up for Digimon Nationals <laughs> if I wanted to, but I didn't want to try uh, and get, I didn't want to fly all the way to LA to get knocked out. Yeah. Uh, um, but you know, I, we'll see. I, 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 we'll see how you up, do. I got it for the, I pre-ordered it for the PlayStation five. Because, As you should. Um, fighting games probably are better on it. Cause the D pad is up there. I liked playing, uh, uh, five on the regular dual shot controller. Um, back on like the PS4 when I play it at my friend's houses and stuff. I don't. Oh, I thought you were talking about like the, the DualShock One. No, no, no. <laughs> that'd be bonkers. I can't wait to get too big into this. Like, uh, I can't wait to get drop like drop multiple hundreds of dollars on a fight pad. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I can already see it happening. It'll just be like, oh, David got too far into this again. Yep. <laughs> uh, he, like, he got in too is, deep. Yeah, and it's, he is the Street Fighter. You'll know, and you'll know it happened because I will talk about Street Fighter for like four days, four weeks straight on the show. You're gonna go platinum in rank, and then I'll never touch it again. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, who knows? Uh, it looks cool. I think it, you know the the open world dumb thing looks also cool. Yeah, the the fight grounds or whatever it was. I can't remember. Can't either. Um, I think but, it was you that. Know, I think the looks, the story looks so stupid and over it the is. top. It absolutely that's, is. That's you know, but Lily looks cool, and I'll do it for her, <laughs> and it'll be great. Uh, there's nothing else at this showcase that really interested me. More PSVR two stuff that's not Half Life Alex. Every time I see um, a PSVR two game that I'm like, oh, that looks cool, and then I realize it's a PSVR two game, and I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, I'm never gonna play that. 
Sorry. Not dropping $600 on that thing. Yep. Um, So is there anything else at this thing that uh, you guys thought looked interesting? Yeah, just more Resi 4 remake. That's going to be a good game. They did show off more. uh, uh, Was it the Mercenaries mode or? I think so. Um, Let's see. Oh, they showed off. Guys, we missed the biggest part of what they showed at the state of play. Uh, Did we? Yes. They showed off 15 minutes of gameplay of the (sighs) Suicide Squad. Really hoping we didn't have to talk about it. I don't think that we missed it. Rather, we just decided to omit talking about it because none of us liked it. Apparently not. Apparently we are now talking about it. I mean, we could avoid it, but it does look so bad that it would be... I don't know. I this game looks bad. Why? 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 <laughs> Guns? Spider-Man swinging mechanics. Guns and and jumping. King Shark flying flo- <laughs> weightlessly through the sky. I'll give that one. That's funny. <laughs> Okay. But, <laughs> but Hartley swinging that, around like Spider-Man is I dumb. I they they actually utter the words at one point during this trailer. Oh, yeah, look, Harley Quinn is the most acrobatic of all of these, while King Shark is flying through the sky. Yeah, yeah. They're all acrobatic. (laughs) What are you talking about? None none of them have any rules. I guess you don't really have to be acrobatic if you can fly, though. Because you just fly. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Acrobatics require a bit of finesse, you know? Sure, yeah, okay. Um, And Um, showmanship. I really love the part where uh, Captain Boomerang... uh, stops where he boomered all over those people he stopped jumping for a minute and then pulled out a gun instead of a boomerang yep and then shot people uh at the very least they could have turned his boomerang into a gun like no or a gun that shoots boomerang because then it couldn't be loot for everyone to pick up Mm. Mm. it's true yeah this this game is is really not gonna be for me gotham knights will be the better game yeah, I don't think <laughs> that's a low bar to cross. Sure. Uh, but he'll cross it. He'll cross it. Uh, I want to know who in the pitch meeting decided, um, let's put Rocksteady on a game where, you know how Rocksteady made three great games where you get to play as Batman uh, now let's let's put you in control of characters, and their job is to kill the characters you loved as a child. It, yeah, like, I, I was talking about like, this with a friend last night. I was like, "Why?" Like because we know that except Wonder like, Woman, it's been it's been pretty well except documented that Rocksteady had had multiple other projects, like in like pre development and like planning stages, that all eventually got scrapped. There was a Superman game that they were building up some ideas for another Batman game. And then all of that got tossed out the window and we got this. Yeah. Why would we go? It's got to be a fascinating story about how we got here. I would love to find out on the no clip documentary in about five to 10 years. It's going to be Destiny 2's fault. That's the problem. Yeah. Like it's going to be, um, uh, I I just, what do you think looked more fun to play this or Marvel's Avengers? Because that's that's what mm, they're that's doing. rough. I, I, I think neither of them look fun. 
So none, yeah, neither like, can look more fun than the other. Yeah, like what is that mad Kamala Khan in it? And uh, yes, what's very endearing. Yes, so it would, and that game also has Kate Bishop in it. So yeah, it's got my vote. Listen, uh, King Shark and Captain Boomerang aren't enough to hold me up on the DC side for once. And they said there's going to be more characters. They're like they're going to do the battle passes per character. So I will watch that game with a ten foot pole. I will not touch it. Are you so excited to play as your other well loved Suicide Squad members? Like, uh, um, you know, the blank flag, Grant Grant Morrison. (laughs) Grant Morrison was a Suicide Squad member. I'm not kidding about that. Um, They get killed off in the issue, though. Put in put in Sportsmaster. Uh, the mouse girl that was in the one movie, Rat Girl, Rat Catcher, Rat Catcher. Yeah, uh, they're not gonna no, put Rat in Catcher Peacemaker, two. but yeah, she was yeah. Rat Catcher too. Yeah, uh, Polka Dot Man, <laughs> and he's instead of Polka Dots, he's gonna use guns. Yeah, uh, instead of Polka Dots, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, all but of the our guns favorite. will have Polka Dot skins. Oh, so or true. maybe the extra characters will be. The Justice League characters you freed, so you'll just be Flash, but with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> God, jumping around instead of running. S- Superman with a gun. I mean, I already do that in Fortnite, but <laughs> like it's. But it makes sense there. <laughs> it makes sense in Fortnite. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, I for one can't wait for Batman with a gun. What? I can't. I for one can't wait for Batman with a gun. No, I mean, that will at least be in character since he ran over people with his tank in his last game. Yeah. By the uh, end, hey, hold on. That tank just, <laughs> no. it didn't run anyone over. It it pushed everyone back with like a million volts of electrical charge. <laughs> but they're technically alive. <laughs> I have a clip on my Xbox <laughs> of me summoning my car that happened to be on top of a building. And it just collapsed onto a bunch of people. <laughs> Killing them for sure. Yes, but the electric <laughs> field. Yeah, no, no, the, la- the car <laughs> only the car landed. The car, the car landed on them. <laughs> yeah, but the electric field made it so they only yes, were knocked okay. out. Why? Why couldn't we just have more of that for this game instead? Just calling in vehicles. I don't think if you remember, like the the reception to oh, I do. Arkham I, Knight was. Bad. I played so much of Arkham Knight. People did it. People were mad at that game. The problems with that game are always in my bloodstream. It is not far (laughs) from my mind. Uh, I I still liked it. Yeah, same. I love that game. Um, But, like, going back to Suicide Squad real quick, uh, when they were showing off some of the gameplay for this, and they showed the vehicles and specifically another section (laughs) where you are just shooting tanks on their backs with a glowing orange bulb, I... Literally wanted to scream. I like. I, I made a mental note to myself. I was like, "We are how many? Like seven years removed, or no, eight years removed from Arkham Knight at this point, and we are still doing that same pro- like thing that everyone had a problem with in that game. Why? Why are we out of all the wells that you could have gone back to from a? Like a combat encounter design standpoint, why would you go back to that one? Why am I just shooting at glowing spots? The people want to shoot again? orbs. No, the people want to go back to the mines and they want to work. 
Yeah. Yeah, Suicide Squad is going to be a bad game. That's my um that's my defeatist take for the day. I mean, I don't know if it's defeatist or realistic forced. Sometimes um, they go hand in hand. Uh yeah. I I won't be playing that game. Uh Ugh. Uh, too bad Rocksteady is going to be tied up in supporting that thing for a while, yep. so we'll never get to see them again because nope. they'll all disband. Yeah, um, or that game will crash and burn within uh, a year and a half, and then they will be either dissolved, still having to support it because of contracts and licensing. <laughs> fair, uh, and then eventually the studio will either be dissolved or fused in with uh, like WB Montreal or something like that. Sure. Um. Then there was a Pokemon presents this week. Yeah. On Monday. What a pleasant little little ordeal. Truly. Uh, I don't know. Po- kind of left me with a bad taste in my mouth because of all Ooh. the things that I expected to happen because of the leakers. Yeah. Mm. You know, the the expectations set by people that are... That were making stuff leaves. up really, yeah. really upset me. Yeah. I get that. I've, but no, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty coming. neat. At the long-awaited uh, return of Pokemon Sleep. Yeah, aren't you excited to play Pokemon Sleep? I'm more excited about the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. That was bizarre. And continuing Nintendo's wonderful decisions on naming devices. Yeah. I could not believe when I saw the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. <laughs> That's going to let you use it for Pokemon Sleep and for Pokemon Go. They're they're adding Pokemon Home to Sword and Shield later this year. That's Scarlet exciting. and Violet, you mean? Scarlet and Violet. Um, yeah. So the, big, the I mean, the big announcements were the DLC, um, hidden treasure coming later Zero. this year in two parts. Although I will say. They, there's, obviously I was joking earlier about the leakers and stuff, but that, but there had been quote unquote rumors that the DLC was going to take place in Kalos, which is not happening. Also, it's not weird that it's all. called the tre- the secret of the treasure of area zero when both of the expansions do not take place in Paldea, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Maybe but they every look neat. Uh, place has its own area zero. Ever thought of that? Mm. No, I hadn't. <laughs> Maybe you'll think twice next time before <laughs> <laughs> before assume. <laughs> but look, not only did they know. not announce the DLC as in Kalos, um, really missed opportunity. They, a bunch of people, like I, I guess when when they added the the update to the game that let you pre-order the the DLC they also put in like the data of the returning pokemon that are going to come back uh, uh-huh. and it's like 200 Ooh. something was flygon um, on that list flygon was on that list but yeah, okay only, i'm getting the game i'm getting the game tonight only 6 pokemon from x and y are coming back 6 why do they hate Gen they bring six. it back like 40 from freaking Gen 3. 
basically every all of the starters outside of Kalos. It just it it upsets me. Let me get but, my Greninja back, please. You know, there's also there's certainly going to be a new Pokemon, and well, you can you could have got a Greninja Forest. I have one. You just weren't good enough. I haven't played any of the Switch Pokemon games <laughs> yet outside of Arceus. Uh, but it is it is possible that some can come back with Paldean forms. I'm going to so steal your Greninja like Team Rocket tries to steal Ash's Pikachu. But they never Except get I'm going to succeed. I'm going to succeed. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the difference here. Look, I can just give you a Froakie. Then I will have succeeded. Yep. <laughs> And I, would I guess the other it. big thing was the <laughs> announcement of the stop motion Netflix White oh, Lotus yeah. Pokemon show. I'm kind of excited for <laughs> White that. White Lotus Pokemon show. They they got me yeah, with stop motion. A, to be honest, it's like about I absolutely a, will be there. It's for about that. Pokemon staying at a hotel, <laughs> just like the White Lotus. I can't Pokemon wait for there to concierge. be a murder mystery. No news about. Detective Pikachu 2? Yeah. Or the nope. Detective Pikachu HD remake that they said you know, was coming? The, oh, really? the weird thing, that during the whole thing, whole presents, there was this CGI Pikachu sitting next to the like the like whoever that was from the Pokemon I, company. Was, and I, I thought I thought, I thought a, for sure it was I thought were, that was practical. Yeah, I thought they were ref- No, it wasn't practical, it was moving around. Yeah, I thought it was an animatronic. Yeah. It's on its own no. pedestal, Seth. What I know it did, but watch that thing again. It's definitely CGI. Anyway, I thought for sure it was gonna be referencing Detective Pikachu, but it wasn't. Yeah, I also thought it was gonna be Detective Pikachu. Uh I'm glad Force is Googling this because multiple people on my timeline also thought it was an animatronic. Yeah. Um so I don't know. Uh, but I, I'm excited for the new, uh, the new, the first DLC is called the, the teal mask or something like that. Yeah. And the, the new poke, the new one is like an ogre. Yeah. Ogre pond. Like ogre pond. He's a little tiny guy yeah. with a ogre mask. That is real. Like that Pikachu, like it, it's got like. It looks like a like a animatronic plush. Like there's fuzz on it. It was a freaky animatronic. Yeah, that it, like that's not CG. Oh, the <laughs> Oh god. It's looking into my eyes. You're, you're staring into the void and it is staring back at oh, you. Oh god. Um yeah, I'm pretty sure that that was an animatronic. I I mean, we don't we're not professionals. Maybe my brain couldn't fathom it being real. <laughs> yeah. Because of he the said, way I it cannot moved. Ex- I cannot exist in the same reality as this unholy creature. Yeah, no, that Oh god. <laughs> there you go. Uh <laughs> Animatronic Pikachu from 2023. Elicit strong, divided <laughs> reactions from fans. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, 
That's uh, I I didn't think some viewers thought it was a little too uncanny valley. Yeah, Uh, it is weird. Oh man! Yes. Anyway, yeah. Part part (laughs) one of the expansion is uh the teal mask, and part two is the indigo disc. Yeah, let me tell you that indigo disc Pokemon looks stupid. Uh, the teal mask one, I think, looks Here's really thing, cool, David. though. He's, he's a mischievous little fella. You guys, I wish you guys knew the the crazy lore that's going on in the background of these. Because I've been watching these YouTube videos. Oh, God, of course you have. <laughs> okay, Let me. This, this Pokemon has a, I think it's kind of cool. Its name is Terrapagos, which is great, because it's a Galapagos turtle, and it's yeah. like the... The origin of the Terra Power. That's a perfect name. Okay, I mean, that yeah, cool. that's very cool. Does I'm it all, have I'm, to have the symbols of the Pokemon's types on its shell? I mean, yes. yeah. I I wish it didn't. Let me it tell you something like about a, these Pokemon games. Okay, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna I'm gonna here. learn you on some lore uh, because obvious that like the, the definitely the coolest thing was the um, announcement of the. The two new Paradox Pokemon, one of which was a Paradox form of Suicune, which yeah. was great. Suicune but Raptor mode. It is very weird because obviously in the game, the, the Paradox Pokemon are supposed to come from like the distant past, right? Like that's what the game is telling us. They're coming out of a time Or machine. the future. Or, or the, the future. future. But specifically with this Suicune is coming from the past. But Suicune was created in like modern times by Ho-Oh. How does it exist that in the past? That is true. Because it's a paradox. It didn't also, exist. Also, uh, one could it, argue that it was just a reincarnation of a previous Ho-Oh No, no, attempt. no, no. Forrest, you don't understand. Because in... The game, you get this scarlet book, which is like, you know, or the violet Mm. book, which is the record of this guy who 200 years prior went in the uh, Area Zero into that great crater. And he like, he he took, I I don't know if there's supposed to be sketches or if there's supposed to be pictures of the weird Pokemon that were down there, of course, you should also note that this was 200 years before the time ex- machine existed, so why are these Pokemon there in the first place? But at the end of the book is like this drawing that the guy does. In the Scarlet Book, it's of a thing that sort of looks like Suicune, and in the Violet Book, it's a thing that sort of looks like Verizion. Um And it specifically says, in in like the, the the writing in the book that the the author just drew what he imagined uh like a, a new pokemon that could come out of there would look like like based on nothing he just imagined it like it's it's explicitly not real but now here it is in the game hmm. somehow Curious. it's real i don't know man it's just very weird all of the the lore of the game seemed to indicate that these Pokemon are not either... They're not actually from the future or the past. They're just kind of creations of this disc Pokemon who is essentially doing 
what the unknown did in Pokemon the movie three and creating people creating Pokemon out of people's imaginations. I'm very down for that. Uh, I think there's a term for like that, that um, I think it's like Tulpa or something like that. Yes. Sort of. But yeah, that, that is kind of what a Tulpa is. I know yeah. that from the YouTube series Tulpa Effect, which was about the Slender Man. I know that from a John Constantine comic from DC. <laughs> well, this is good to know. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. Pokemon has never been better or worse, depending on who you ask. And um, So true. You know, maybe I'll play this DLC. Uh, I think I will. Yep. I want to, but I still have never played the Sword and Shield DLC. So I was really excited for those, despite not having, still not having played Sword and Shield yet. Uh, but I really like the fact that they're, at least with Sword and Shield, like those DLCs were trying something new and playing around with what Pokemon could be. And I really like that idea. And I hope this new set of DLC can also push things around a little bit like even more so than Scarlet and Violet already is pushing the boundaries and trying to experiment. Um, I, I hope that it can fulfill on some of those ideas a little more consistently though. Yeah. All right. Was there any other news that I missed? Uh, yeah, the big massive one is that the Elden Ring DLC finally got officially oh, revealed. Man. Shadow of the Erd Tree. Oozing tree. Oozing tree. Oozing tree. Oozing tree. That tree is oozing. It's oozing gold. The, yeah, there, no trailer, no nothing. Yeah. Just, uh, Just a piece of art. Unceremoniously yeah. plopped at like 10 a.m. Yeah. Uh, I I'm glad I got to wake up to that <laughs> when it, on on um, the other day. Well, but, I wish I woke up to that. I was at work. <laughs> oh man, that sucks. I can't yeah. relate. <laughs> um, I get but, to sleep until ten a.m. like every day. Yeah, and I'm still <laughs> tired and have low energy levels throughout the day. Yeah, but yeah, this, this, uh, this a full year after the, release. Piece of key art looks a lot like that one area in Sekiro. That's just what I think. Ooh, <laughs> maybe. I mean, people are already theorizing on based off of this just one image. And what they got to do, you know? Yeah, that, that's that's what fans got to do in between uh, content drops because sometimes there literally is a year between releases so you know but yeah i'm excited for that uh did they say a time window for nope. it or did they, yep okay so that's not going to come until like at least the end of this year if not this time next year yeah yep well it's the resident evil village uh shadows of rose situation where they announce it way too early yeah. Forgot that existed. <laughs> yeah. Well, Seth, was there any other news? I don't believe so. Yeah. That was kind of a light 
couple of weeks. Yeah. Thankfully. Um, thankfully. Yeah. Um, so next week we'll talk more about what we've been playing. Who knows what it'll be. I'm done making promises on that stuff <laughs> as I can't control Good. my brain. Chemistry is hard. Um, so with that, we appreciate you listening to our insanity. Sometimes we talk about teeth. Sometimes we talk about video games. And we'll talk at you next week. Bye. Laters. See ya.